0: You're listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you're looking for the tools to deal with the challenges of this ever-changing modern world, you're in the right place. Now let's get it going. Welcome to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. I'm your host Pete Beskus, and today I'm going to talk about what men fear most. Um, this is a topic. It's kind of funny because I've had a few conversations with different people over the last little while. About, you know, men, our emotions, our how we feel things. And it's interesting because I think as guys, we always default to a couple of very simple base emotions one being anger and the other one being kind like of sadness. But we don't really talk about fear, although that is the underpinning on all the negative things that happen to us or we create in our lives. And It was interesting because after all these conversations, I've noticed there's a common thread. There's a common theme um, across the board for what we're afraid of. And I'm not talking about, you know, the dark, not talking about ghosts, even though it is October and we're getting into that season of trick or treating. Um, But what is it we truly fear? What keeps us up at night? What is the thing that we're most scared of losing and what I realized it all has this common theme of failure failure we're all afraid of failing and this failure could be seen in totally different ways for each different person it could be failing your family it could be failing at your job it could be um failing at doing something you said you were going to do whether it's you know your own personal um whether it's on your own personal kind of achievements, failing at those. And what happens with failure is that it brings up a lot of other feelings. And because we don't, you know, we're not trained to understand our feelings very well growing up and into adulthood, we always settled back on like two feelings, anger or sadness, right? We're either sad. And when we, you know, feel, feel bad about being sad, we get angry. And then when we're angry, we feel this power and we feel like we can go and uh, take care of business. But at the end of the day, we just kind of propagate this, this fee- these feelings of failure and we start to snowball. So what does failing truly mean? Um, I think that we can construct it in different ways. One major, one major thought that always comes up is not being able to provide for your family. That is a huge one. and I think every single man out there who has a family, who has children, who has people responsible for him, fears not being able to provide. It is ingrained in our DNA. We are providers. We are problem solvers. We go out and we get, and we bring back to the home. And when we can't do that, or we start to, or when things start to erode that confidence, we start to have these feelings of failure. I failed them. I failed my wife. I failed my kids. I failed myself. I failed my parents. I failed my friends. I failed my boss. So we put an enormous amount of pressure on ourselves to never fail, to not let anyone down. And what does that mean? What does that do? Well, that brings up all of these unknown feelings that we can't describe but i've spent enough time thinking about them that i have i finally put names to them and every woman who might be listening already knows these names and all the guys kind of know them in theory it's guilt shame and judgment and when you don't feel like you're providing when you fear you're failing when you have that thought in your head of I'm not able to provide for my family. I'm a failure. You start to feel guilty. You start to really, you know, you start to say like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Then the shame comes in, which is you're not good enough. That's one of my favorite lines to tell myself is I'm not good enough. I need to do more. Right. And then the judgment, which is you need to do more. Um, The judgment creeps in, which starts to starts with yourself. And then I've talked about judgment in the past it starts to expand to the people around you. So because these thoughts come in all the time, when we are starting to feel on the, you know, in that whole failure kind of place, or I'm not providing enough, what does this do to you? What does this do to how you show up and how you act? Well, I've noticed it comes up in a way that we end up playing defensively. We end up trying to protect what we currently have, and we hold on really, really tight. I am a perfect example of this. Um, you know, I'll bring up finances, for example. Um, I stress about money. Funny enough, I'm not the only one who stresses about money. Pretty much every guy I know <laughs> could stress about money at some point in time, right? And there's plenty of women out there who manage the, the purse as well, and they stress about money. But I stress about money. And when I am stressing about money, I start to play defensive. I start to hold on to things too tight. I start to look at where I'm set, set, where I'm spending, where you're spending, where the kids are spending, where the house is spending, and i stop looking at opportunities to go and earn money. I start to hold back and start to like, like I call it the dragon horde on the hoard of gold. And I hold on to it real tight. Well, what does that do for me? <laughs> One, that makes me into a real defensive posture. And it starts to criticize and to poke out all of the holes and all the things that are going wrong. So where are the holes in the bucket, right? Let's try to fill it. Let's try to fill it. Let's try to contain. And it makes me very, very insecure. And I become a victim. I stop being in charge and I start to be reactive. And this is a, you know, and then as I do that, and as I squeeze, and as I squeeze, and as I squeeze, and things start to get more and more out of my control, more of that thought of failure just keeps bubbling up. And with that becomes another round of guilt, shame, and judgment, and oh, and so on and so on and so on and so on. And it's funny because as men, as you know, we are kind of programmed in our DNA to look for something to fight against, what happens when we're failing. And we identify the enemy. The enemy at the gate is us. The enemy at the gate is looking into your, your mirror and identifying that, oh, my God, you suck, right? You got fired. Your wife left you. You know Your kids don't talk to you. You're fat. All of those things, we look in the mirror and now we become our worst enemy. And now we get to fight against each other. And then when you're fighting against yourself, you're not in a position to help yourself. You're not in a position to actually overcome this. And it all stems from that original thought of failure. I'm a failure. I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I let my people down. And if you can short circuit From that point, so that it doesn't snowball into all the other points, you're going to save yourself years of misery. And you're probably going to put yourself in a position, not probably, you are going to put yourself in a position to fix it faster and get the help you need because you won't be judging yourself for needing the help. And that help can come in a multitude of different ways. Say it's the I'm fat argument when you're in the mirror. Oh, I said I was going to go on a diet. I said I was going to stop, you know, overeating and over drinking and I'm such a failure. But if you stop and actually go, Hey, you know what? I tried. It didn't work. What else can I do? I'm not a POS. I'm not, you know, garbage. I just didn't succeed at this thing. I just failed big deal. And I think that Actually, is one of the best things to say to yourself when you feel something big deal. It's actually not the end of the world. It's something you can build from, even if it's serious, even if it's something like your wife coming up and saying, I don't want to be with you anymore. That sense of failure, that sense of loss, that sense of, oh, my God, what is happening? Even something like that, you can be like, whoa, hold on what is this, what does this mean? Does it mean I'm a failure or does it mean I need to look at something from a different point of view? And it's hard and it's hard when it's a bigger issue. It's hard when we're overwhelmed by feelings that we don't know how to describe, we don't know how to handle, we don't know how to internalize, we don't know how to deal with. And it's hard because we've never been told that these are the feelings that come up and that it's okay to process them, but it's not okay to propagate them. And I know I'm going a little bit of a rant here, but I think that's how we feel when we're in that space. It's all jumbled. It's all frantic. It's all coming at you a thousand different miles an hour. And so it's really important to kind of slow things down and start by looking at the fear of failure. What does it mean if something happens? Does it mean that I'm a failure? Does it mean that I can't get up and try again? Does it mean that I'm not worthy of going after what I want to go after? And when you're in that fear of failure, you're not moving yourself forward into a place of action. You're not moving yourself forward into a, a place of hope, confidence. That's what happens when you're sitting in your fear and all those negative other feelings that come from it. Confidence is where we always want to get to. Confidence is what people find attractive about us. Confidence is what makes you go get that job. It's what makes you go get that girl. so it makes you go and step outside of your comfort zone. But when you're fearful, there is no confidence. Another thought, another word that I love is courage. And courage is action in the presence of fear. And if failing is our number one fear, action in the face of failure is true courage. And with courage, we build our confidence. And with courage, we can lead. And with courage, we can overcome. And we can be resilient. But that's only if you can identify what you're going, you're going up against. And our biggest fear is failure. Well, that's what we have to steel ourselves against. How do we handle failure? How do we handle that internal dialogue that beats up on ourselves any anytime something doesn't go our way? And it's through compassion and it's through being able to accept that sometimes things don't go your way. Sometimes people will leave. Sometimes jobs will disappear. Sometimes a good opportunity turns into a bad opportunity, but it doesn't mean that you're not worthy. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't try again. It doesn't mean that you need to beat up on yourself enough times until you're now, you know, punished enough for failing. So with that, I really hope this kind of brings up some different ideas, different feelings in you, different ways of looking at things. Um, I've done a lot of work trying to identify, especially when those times are those fear of failures, the fear that I'm feeling people around me. You know, I always know that I'm trying my best, that it's the best I can do right now. It's not maybe the best I can do forever. It's not the best that I did 10 years ago, but for right now, this is the best I can do. And as long as I can look in the mirror and think that this is the best I can do right now, that's perfect. Keep going and keep going and keep going because it's not a race. It's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. So anytime you start to those, those creeping thoughts of, I'm a failure, I'm not providing, I'm not worthy, start to creep in. Just know that if you let them in the door, they're going to start running the house. You got to stop them early. You got to identify them early. Sit with them if you have to, and then let them go. So you can get back into that place where you're going to be courageous. You're going to be confident. You're going to have compassion for yourself. So that's it for this week on Tools for the Modern Man. I hope you guys all have a fearless October. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you like what you heard today, drop me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about working with me, you can always look me up at www.petebeskus.com. Thanks and see you all next week.